One, two, three. All right. Uh, ready to go. Ready to go for what? Uh, well, I mean, just sort of talk about whatever our topic's going to be this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, just starting recording so that we can, we can go. Why are you recording? Uh, huh. Well, because because record every like we need to record what we're doing. Also, we're just sort of talking to each other. Yeah, isn't that what we do? I mean, yeah, we do. But then we record it and we we put it out. Like, well, you, people? you've been, you've been recording this the whole time. What? We've done over two hundred of these. We uh, we we mention we like yeah we record them. I edit them together. I put them out as a podcast. Wait, what's a podcast? Is it some sort of spell? Hello. Hey, Kevin. To you and your kin, I guess. <laughs> Hello, you and your kin. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I am. I am not a robot from the future sent to kill you and your kin. I do. I do now like the idea of just whenever I, I like whenever you're talking to people, just being like, "Hello, you and your kin." <laughs> I'm. It's just me here. <laughs> coming over to someone's house for christmas hello to you and your kin Mm, i see the kith and kin are here uh (laughs) now i know what kin are what's what's kith uh kith is a, a group of of people bound together by like location or purpose okay so so kin is blood kith is just sort of y'all around yeah exactly Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At least, at least that's my understanding. I might be Which, slightly wrong. If, if if that is the case, and I like that the like modern version of that would be, "Hello, you people in the area, and people of your and people you are related to." <laughs> Hello, people of blood and people of place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, the thing is, when you say people of blood and people of place, that is a lot cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, if, kith, if kith and kin, everybody, the could, English language. You could you could write a book. You could write like a maybe like a YA series. It's called the People of Blood and Place. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be people of blood and people of place. Sure, people of blood and people of place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it would be about, but it, people but of def- blood and people of place, Kevin. But it would definitely fit in with uh, it probably the naming be, trend. It would probably be some sort of uh, you know. Found family versus like blood related family story. I, I think it m- might be one of those uh, stories that where it, the title has nothing to do with the story itself. It's just like thematically accurate. Oh yeah, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just gotta pick a title because it looks good on them shelves. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta pick a title because you want people to know how many shades of gray there are. <laughs> <laughs> If you could tell me, other than the fact that that a character's name is Gray, yeah, why that's called Fifty Shades of Gray. Oh, <laughs> oh. Wait, does that mean they're just shady to Gray fifty times? That's what those books are about, right? Yeah, it's about Slim Shady and BDSSM. BDSSM? <laughs> I don't know why an extra S in there. <laughs> There's, there's a super in there. Which, be, which means you, we now have to figure out what it's for. And that's going to take a whole other ten minutes. Uh, uh, we don't have time for that, Kevin. We've got to start up this machine. We do. The machine is screaming at us in our dreams and in real life. Yeah, if we don't start it up, we start having nightmares. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's true. <laughs> there, there are... Terrible nightmares of worlds that could be created. Yeah, the screams of the uncreated. The screams of the uncreated. Also a decent title for a book. Not a YA novel anymore. Well, it could be a YA novel. It would just have to be a really dark, edgy one. Ooh. <laughs> in this, in, in this I, YA I, book, I, they Kev, say, Kev, fuck. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. Once. But I, I picked up um, a book called Scythe. It's a YA novel for some right. light reading. Um, but the entire premise is that uh, they figured out the secret to immortality. Yeah. 
so so now people die on a schedule basically. Okay. Um, and and the people who go out and kill those people are called reapers, and they dress up as the Grim Reaper and have to go <laughs> kill people. And basically, it's supposed to follow like a couple of kids who get scouted to be the next reapers. Uh, and I haven't read it yet, but I'm like, this is an amazing concept. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna read this one day, and I don't care how bad it is. So it so in most okay, <laughs> so <laughs> so I so it, it's. It kind of works a little bit like Logan's Run, except for I guess in Logan's Run is specifically that once they turn 30, this one is more like because people just can't die, they need to do I'm, some sort of I, weird I, calling. I think, I think basically it's that people work for time. Yeah. And so if you can't make enough time, like t- time is the currency. So you like you buy your meals with time and stuff. So no. Now you now now here's the thing. Yeah. You, what you're describing is is uh, in time. Is it? Is it a thing that already exists? Well, there is that uh, Justin Timberlake film, In Time. Ah, I've never heard of and it. And also might might have been based on a book. Is it a YA novel book? Maybe it's based on Scythe. We'll nah. find out. Well, I'll <laughs> find out when I read it. No, I don't think it's If don't you'd like us to do a review of Scythe, <laughs> let us know. What I what I got from what you said of that book that I think is very funny um, is the idea that they are like, all right, well, we have to be with these people. They'll have to go out and they'll have to, uh, you know, uh, they'll decide who, you know, who, who's, who's dying and they have to do that. And I guess they'll just also dress up as Reapers because it's good Reaper. Like, cla- uh, like classic, also, classic right, cloak. I, I trained you in the, the moral and philosophical reasons for your job as well as the physical abilities that you'll have to uh, take in order to survive. Uh, and all that's left is your uniform. All right, do I get like a cool ass suit, like super spy stuff? No, nah, here's, a, re- here's a cloak and a scythe. Now, nah, real chunky cloth, cloak, <laughs> and and really a bad weapon. Yeah, and a and a weapon that is mostly good for harvesting grains. Let me make this absolutely clear to the people out there in the world: scythes as a weapon in fiction, I love because because they're, they're they're always used thematically. <laughs> like if someone has a scythe, like a full odd scythe, you're like, ah, thematically, I understand that they're somehow yeah. connected to the idea of yeah. death. In the real world, scythes are terrible weapons. They have one cutting edge that is facing you. <laughs> yeah, one cutting edge <laughs> that's facing you. They're basically like the way you hurt somebody with a scythe, either by getting the point on them, yeah, or like getting behind them and pulling you <laughs> in like you would yeah. when you're. When yeah, you're getting corn. getting getting in the absolute hardest position to get into when facing hand to hand combat. <laughs> yeah, putting your weapon behind them <laughs> and giving them a clear path to you. Yeah, yeah, it's not but, even a good defensive weapon. But here's but here's the yeah because it's super top heavy on one side. Yeah, well, that's because it's not a weapon. Uh, <laughs> but he but here's the thing. I will always let fiction use as I don't care if it's a live action film or an animated. Film or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could go for it. Yeah, go for it. More scythes in fiction. <laughs> yeah. I give you the same leeway I give to silencers on guns. You, <laughs> you can do it. I know that's not how it works in real life. Yeah. You could do it. The more impractical your weapon is in general, the more I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> what is more impractical then, Kevin? A scythe or a sickle? I mean, a, a, a sickle is actually legitimately a weapon. It is. It is. Yeah. A um, scythe is a hundred percent more impact, like more impractical. Yeah. I mean, there's also commas, which are just, uh, you know, small scythes or small sickles, essentially. <laughs> yeah. No. If 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 I feel like the person who's wielding this weapon was told at some point by someone who said you shouldn't use that, that's not very <laughs> practical, and they said. Fuck you! I'm gonna do it anyway, and they become Fuck a master. You, I'm sharpening this end too, <laughs> and they become a master of it. Then I'm like, yeah, you know what? You got my respect. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, what about a world, Kevin, where everyone is like, no, scythes are horrible weapons, and there actually is somebody who's like, I've become a master of the scythe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I'm what down. you. That now, that's a YA novel. <laughs> I'm down, uh, <laughs> I'm down for that verse. Master of the scythe, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Master of the scythe. <laughs> Isn't very good. Only has one cutting hedge on the inside. <laughs> so it's a modified scythe? No. 
This is a normal scythe. I bought it at the farming store. Okay. I <laughs> Look, we will get to what we're doing, but I want to pitch something very quickly. It's Les Mis. It's called Les Scythe, though. And okay. what it is, is about, it's about this, this world. Uh, and there's one person. Uh, this is called Jean Valjean. Uh, Jean Valjean. <laughs> and he wants to use Scythe a scythe. Scythe yeah, scythe of scythe, and scythe, he wants scythe, to use a, he wants to use a scythe as a weapon, and he is ch- and he is chased by a man named Javert. Not because Jean Valjean has done any crime, scythe of scythe has done any crimes, because because Javert is just like stop using that as a weapon. It's dangerous. It's, it's to dangerous yourself, and it's bad, and it doesn't work. And scythe of scythe is like, nah, it's mine. And he's like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And whoosh. I shall reap everyone <laughs> with this scythe. <laughs> and then they, they sing songs or something. Yeah. Do you hear the people sing? Please stop using that scythe. <laughs> <laughs> the number of people I've killed, 24601. Oh, uh... <laughs> really? Really? Are you going to say that? <laughs> that is clearly a lie. <laughs> 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 and then it's just a list of like all the people that he's killed. There's um, a scene. Wait, there's a scene there where Jafar is like, be, like trying to tell them that this guy is actually Scythe. Well, Scythe. And then it's like he hasn't killed anyone with the Scythe. It's terrible. I don't know why he keeps using it. They just walks in the room. My my killing is two four six zero one. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Anyways, we've bantered for far too long, so you uh, get the <laughs> you get the machine going, and I'll do a, a quick little uh, theme song here. All right, go for uh, it. Bum 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 bum. It's third space over here, going every single place we could be. It's here and there and everywhere, and here we go again. Oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to try to hit that note. It's too early. <laughs> it's not that early, Kevin. You just have a weird sleep schedule. Uh, <laughs> it's early when I say it's early. Um, all right. Uh, why don't we uh, – you load up that first generator, and I'll give some quick rules here, Kevin. Sure. Uh, so we, we're going we're gonna to use some generators from the – random generators from the internet to uh, create a world. Our first one is a generator we made. Um, so Kevin's going to generate a number, and we'll pull from the list that we made. Uh, what do we got, Kevin? Well, this changes nothing, but I wanted to get you sort of involved a little bit into the rolling of these generators. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I do them so much. I want you, and then yeah. <laughs> with keeping in mind that this means nothing, it's a random generator. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me how many times to roll this generator, <laughs> the number uh, generator. I want you to roll it two times. All right. One, two. That didn't mean that didn't do anything. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> random, uh, but it does mean that that the number or the genre rolled is paranormal. Okay, okay. Ooh, a world of of strange and master. Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, well let's let's break it down a little bit, Kevin. Uh, something that is paranormal, I believe, refers to specifically movies that include spirits or things that are unseen yeah really when it comes down to it paranormal activity mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> are things that so like ghosts and demons and things like yeah. that um, the most most of the setting is realistic except yeah. for the like one or two paranormal things that's happening yeah uh para coming from I don't know. Para- I don't know. Parallel? Probably Greek. Probably Greek. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> probably. Maybe, maybe I don't Latin. know. I don't yeah. know. Maybe Greek. Maybe Latin. I don't <laughs> know. That I. I do know that para means essentially like beside. Yeah. Or next to because that's how parallel comes out. Yeah. And the normal being normal. normal. <laughs> um, next to normal. Next to normal. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> that actual show. That show yeah. could have been called Paranormal. It could have been called Paranormal. You fools. Uh, people anyway. would have been disappointed if it was, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> screw them. The, the, the idea, I think, of like just paranormal in general is that it is something that is, in, that is outside the scientific like scope of things. Yeah, yeah. So so let's give some examples of paranormal movies, Kevin. You've already said one, paranormal activity. No, I, I did? Huh? I, oh man. Wow, it must be 
Okay. <laughs> let, let, let me try another one. Paranormal Activity 2. Okay. I've got another one, Kevin. Okay. Ghost. Cool. Yeah. Paranormal Activity 3. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> no, you give another one. I did mine. <laughs> Fuck you. Nigga, keep going. The Dinosaur Detective movie. Okay, cool. <laughs> Wait, are you done with the one with Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> yes. All right, okay, I got that. Okay, let me give one. Technically paranormal. Okay, cool. Let me give one. Paranormal Activity 4. Your turn. Oh, God damn it. Okay, come on. Give me one. Give me with one. Uh, the Inspector Gadget movie. All right, cool. All right, my turn. Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. I hate you. <laughs> and Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Uh, I got I got another one. All right. Videodrome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I was really uh, just really getting into my own <laughs> my own joke um, <laughs> because I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I was about to go on to Insidious and do those ones, ending with Insidious, the last key, okay. I think, whatever. Well, um, I don't know if the things you're saying are paranormal. <laughs> uh, well, the Dinosaur Detective one isn't. Well, no, I, I, got, um, I got that. I got it. I but go- Ghost is and Videodrome is. You think video um, was, it, it would be paranormal? Yeah, I think it would be considered paranormal. The thing is, there's no entity in it, but um, the, I mean, it, the, 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 there are things going on in that movie that are beyond reality. Yeah, but I think the problem is that Videodrome and pretty much anything that Cronenberg does is really falls into the line of like body horror or he he. As weird as he is, he always tends to put his stuff in a technological space. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels more science fiction or, like, techno-surrealist than straight-up paranormal. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it falls neatly into um, what oh. most people would consider the, the paranormal horror genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're taking it as it's... Next to normal, right? Yeah, but I, I, I think, I think, like when people think of paranormal, you, you, the the abilities or the things surrounding it, the idea that we get are things like that are more that are more like pseudosciences of like um, telepathy, uh, like well, like extrasensory perception, um, where the then, wild things are. Uh, hmm. <laughs> It kind of is. I guess, yeah. Well, I mean, because <laughs> yeah. I, I would say I would say paranormal would also include, like, Bigfoot. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Crypt, like, cryptozoology. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, and then even maybe going as far as aliens, like UFOs. Uh, I would say UFO, not aliens. Okay. Um, and then, like, like people actually hunting ghosts. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, when, when I think of, like, paranormal stuff. It is things, yeah, it's things where you have, like, psychics and you have people do, like, EMF readings and weird, like, parapsychology things. Yeah, and, um, oh, that power where you touch something and get its history. Yes. Do you know, do you know what sucks about this show? I'm what? usually so good at just, like, grabbing those thoughts throughout the, <laughs> the rest of the day where you say, where you say that whatever it is then we get on this podcast and we're recording and you say like oh the thing where you touch things and you have psychic visions and i'm like i can't remember what that is <laughs> hey kevin be a nerd right now oh i can't do it on command uh. <laughs> uh. all right yeah. oh i i have another one kevin yeah premonition uh <laughs> Okay, I mean, uh, yeah. But, but but basically, what we're saying is, it doesn't need to be horror, but it does need to have something that is spiritual or psychic-ish. Yeah, this paranormal romances. All right. Yeah. So we have that. We do need to figure out if it will be horror. We need to generate a mood. Yeah, give me that mood, Kevin. Do you I mean, want me to tell you how many times to generate the mood? Yeah, that's what that's what we're doing this episode. How many times do you want me to generate this mood? Thirty-six. All right. So I'll do twenty, <laughs> and then I'll do twenty. No, then I'll do ten. Yeah, and then I'll do five. Uh huh. And then one more. And then I'll do one. <laughs> and then I'll do one. Luckily, those are all things you can pick on the mood generator. You pick the one generator that actually allows you to generate <laughs> a chunk of them. All right. This one is jubilant on the surface. Oh, but uninspired underneath, which I think really works well for paranormal because we just steal things from movies. 
Yeah, totally, totally. Um, well, there everybody. It looks like everybody's having a good time, though. Yeah, ev- everyone's having a great time. <laughs> but everyone's really, having a great time. But really, it's just the same old thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> paranormal activity. <laughs> paranormal activity two. <laughs> paranormal activity three. Okay, moving on. What's our next generator, Kevin? I don't think the mood needs much more description. Than no, it just means that this is not going to be as horror as potentially, but we do still have the aesthetic generator. I mean, it could be existential horror, but that's about it. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess tell me how many times you want me to roll this one. Um, I want you to roll this one four times. All right. One, two... Three, four. Okay, I think we have to re-roll, because you know what I just landed on? What? Ghost Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what? It just, it, maybe it's meant to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what? I think, Kevin, we got, like, we already told it how many times to roll it. Yeah, the aesthetic of this world is Ghost, is ghost spirit. spirit, which means this world is just ghosts. <laughs> it's a spirit world. It is a spirit world. It's ethereal. It's full of ectoplasm. <laughs> well, oh, well, now the, we could play this another way, and that is the fact that th- this being just the aesthetic. Everything dresses up as ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, every, well, everything just seems ghostly. Like, the animals are, like, are very transparent. No, no, Kevin, I like the idea that this is a spirit world maybe slash land of the dead and where everyone is is looks like they're having a great time but really it's been the same old thing for eternity <laughs> okay now here's the here's the problem with that jeremy what mm-hmm. you are describing is halloween mm-hmm. town i know <laughs> i know that's what i was going for kevin all right so <laughs> so we're making the nightmare before christmas <laughs> we don't know that yet because kevin we're going to get details about the world Oh, so you want? So now we're going to do the planet generator. Well, unless unless is there another generator you want to do ahead of that? No, I mean, it's or, the pla- it's or just do the- you want to talk more about this aesthetic that is just Halloween Town? <laughs> no, we're 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 really just getting this stuff rolled out for us. I like. <laughs> well, it's prob- probably probably because the internet knows we wasted ten minutes of this podcast <laughs> talking about Scythe. <laughs> hey, we didn't just talk about Scythe. You're right, we did. We, we talked, talked about, about a few things. We talked about other stupid nonsense as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Psychometry, by the way. It popped oh, in, yeah, it it's po- a psychometry, yeah. Yeah, it popped into my head as we were going through. Like, oh, it's psychometry. That's the thing we can touch things in other history. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> then let's roll this world. How many times? Um, you know what? Uh, I think five. I think five times. All right. Five times. Five times. And, and Kevin? No, no water worlds. Okay, so if there's a water world, we roll five more times. Yeah, this will be the rest of the podcast. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Okay, good for you. It's not. It's not. It says it's a desert of marbled rocks. Are we okay. actually going to use the actual like look of the world in this one? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think so because I think we're gonna have to get pretty metaphysical in the way we describe stuff. Well, if you want to know what it could potentially the material version of this ethereal world could look like. Oh yeah, okay. The, this world exists, however, it's completely different on the spirit plane. <laughs> it is a desert of marbled rocks. Uh-huh. Spires of sharp stone interrupt mm-hmm. the otherwise flat terrain. Okay. The plants are squat, velvety trunks with tiny hooked. Light green barbs. Okay. Hooks. Uh, the, and the things that we actually have to take, which is a creature and a detail. Uh, yeah, so the creature is, are giant hives of small, pulsating, many leg creatures dominate. They use echolocation to find their way around, filling the air with chirps and trills. Oh, that's so jubilant. Now, I, <laughs> I also want to say that they use chirps and trills and occasionally... Uh, sudden musical stings. Yeah, su- sudden, <laughs> sudden riffs. <laughs> no, not riffs, because a riff, a riff is like a, you know a guitar just really shredding it. I mean, a, a sting from a paranormal film because it's oh, un- okay. it's uninspired. What, what about this then? Uh, uh, chirps, trills, and motifs. <laughs> 
No, I was the, the, <laughs> what, what I was thinking is essentially the idea that um, because this world is jubilant on the surface but uninspired underneath the the there are I know it's not a horror world, mm-hmm. but it's paranormal. So there's still scares, but they're all just jump scares because. It like, it like, like it's not it's not actually creepy. It's just all of a sudden frightening, and you're like, ah, okay, yeah, I guess you got me. Well, yeah, it's not frightening. It's surprising, Kevin. Everybody likes surprises. That's what they'll say. <laughs> yeah, that's what they'll say in the opening song of the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah they'll, they'll be like, no, nah, it's it's a surprise, so it's fun. Everybody uh, scream. Um, <laughs> huge glittering geodes dot the surface. There is a lot of like weird light on this planet because the small pulsating like the hives of small pulsating creatures and the huge glittering geodes there's a lot of there's a lot of lens flare on this planet (laughs) (laughs) well it's the spirit world kevin of course there's a lot of lens flare (laughs) something the spirit world is known for is lens flare or if it's silent hill fog 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 um i think we have to uh eschew fog because I don't think it fits the mood. Uh, fog is 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 anti jubilant. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, that's fair. It's not, it's not fog is not very jubilant. It is how no, it's just uninspired. Under, maybe there's fog below the ground. <laughs> okay, I I yeah, fog, fog underneath. Uh, no fog on like seeping up out of the ground, but it never gets higher than like ankle level. Yeah. Uh, Okay, Kevin, I have a, a couple questions about these details that we have to work with that I want you to answer. Mm-hmm. How big are these geodes? It says huge. So I would say a probably the size of a house. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. Yeah. So house-sized geodes mm-hmm. that are crystalline and glowing. It's – I mean, Yes. Yes. Okay. It says it says they are glittering geodes and they dot the surface. Now, to be fair, the thing about a geode is technically it is a full like circle and then it's cracked open and the insides are Yeah, the glowing. inside is what's cool. Yeah. So there's also probably just a whole bunch of just giant rocks on the surface. Yeah, giant round rocks. Yeah, every uh, maybe this maybe this is also the idea of it's jubilant on the surface. Maybe the rocks are, are super like we- weirdly like, exciting on the surface. Then you crack them open and you're like, "Oh, I could I could get that in like a dollar store, I guess." You crack it open and it's just coal every single time. No, it's geo. It's a geode. It has to be a geode, which is oh, crystals. You're right. It has to be crystals. Yeah, it's, it's quartz. It's quartz well, every single time. <laughs> well, no, I was just, okay. It'd be quartz, but I was just thinking like it's, it's <laughs> like you you crack it open and you're like, oh, I mean that's pretty, but I mean, I, I see that a lot, I guess. <laughs> oh, look, more quartz. Oh, look, more another geode. Mm. <laughs> so, so more more. Uh, <laughs> More red quartz. Cool. Someone went to a tourist trap and bought a geode. <laughs> uh, um, okay. And my second question, Kevin, is uh, are these hives stationary or do you think they travel? <laughs> are you – Jeremy, are mm-hmm. you telling me that mm-hmm. you think that <laughs> these giant hives, all the creatures in them, just go to the outside and then carry it off and plant it at places? <laughs> It's the spirit world, Kevin. I see no reason why hives can't just levitate. <laughs> I guess that's the idea. <laughs> yeah. So the, so they're just floating through the air and the the these bugs Or, or they could be stationary, Kevin. Like uh, I'm asking you. No, I like them floating through the air. I like them moving. I like the okay. <laughs> We I, I want to clarify. We have no idea what these what these insects do. It just says they use echolocation. And they chirp, trill and and sting. But not, but not like physically sting. They have musical no, stings. They have musical stings. Done. <laughs> Every okay. breath you take, Kevin. Um, <laughs> that as well. <laughs> that as you well. Know, you'll be walking down the street, and you'll just hear from one of the hives, Roxanne. That's the police. <laughs> yeah, he's the singer. Do his solo work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Quote his lines from Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. And, uh, this hive doesn't take requests. Da- um, damn it. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I know we sort of had to rush to make it this world, but we got a lot of the... A lot of the stuff we got in there is pretty... Uh, pretty much... Like I mean, it all, it all supported everything. It did. <laughs> like we we threw even more chaos by doing extra generations of different things, and we still <laughs> everything still lined up. I just like to clarify that's not how random generators work. But yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. More generations means more chaos, Kevin. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, we do still have to fill this world and figure out the final shape of it, and we'll figure that out by the people who live in this spirit plane. Yeah, but before we do that, you know what we have to do. Is it go to commercial? Yeah. Yeah, that. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Cargo Clothing. Imagine that you had pants just covered in pockets. Then imagine... You could also get those in short form. Imagine all the things that you could put in those pockets. You could put a tiny watermelon. You could put a tiny dog. You could put all the keys that you'll ever need. You could jingle all the way down the road. Now imagine you could also get that in a vest form. You could have it on your chest and on your legs and fill it with everything you need. You could increase your weight by 20 Maybe. full pounds. Maybe you want a goldfish in every single pocket so that you can be a school wherever you go. That is something that you could do with these stylish clothes that come in such colors as kind of beige and off green. Or I guess you could carry a bag. All right, Kevin. All right, Jeremy. Time for us to finally get something that's going to fuck us over, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever whoever they are, we know we have to amend ghosts to the front of it. Well, not necessarily. Let They're in the spirit world. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I mean, it, it could be like boogeymen or skeleton people. Okay, look. It cannot give us ghosts. It cannot. I refuse that it could give us <laughs> did ghosts. Did it give us ghosts? Did you It did not give us No, no, I didn't roll it. I remember oh, right. you told me how many times you want me to roll it. Um Okay. I would I would like I would like you to roll it um <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I would like I would like you to roll it three times. Alright. One two three <laughs> Okay. Um what? What? <laughs> what? All right. I have I have good for news, good news for you. Okay. The appearance of this race race is not based on a ghost or a skeleton. It is, however, based on the forest. Okay. No, so yep. it's forest spirits. Well, we got a haunted wood, is what we. Yeah, got. yeah. Well, or you know, we've got some uh, sweet animism spirits. We're talking like uh, uh, like some Studio Ghibli shit. Let me make let me make this absolutely clear to you. The appearance of this race is based on the forest, <laughs> not the things in the forest, the forest. Do you remember when we had the ocean and you're like, nah, nah, they're based on the ocean, bro. Well, this one is based on the forest. Okay, yeah. Spirit trees. <laughs> <laughs> They are an intelligent race. So well, yeah. they gotta they gotta plan their spooks, Kevin. <laughs> you gotta plan them spooks <laughs> out better. Their social structure is influenced by gender. Okay, so the gender yeah. of of a forest. <laughs> <laughs> the gender of a forest. Yeah, yeah. we're we're talking about cones and uh, what's the other one? <laughs> I almost said pine. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that is not I true. I don't think it's true, but it's great. It's a great response. <laughs> <laughs> the two genders, pines and cones. Uh, <laughs> Rods and cones. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm not. I, coniferous I can't, I can't and deciduous. 
Uh, I mean, may, I mean, it it if if we're gonna figure out what uh, what the gender of a, of trees <laughs> are, and here's the thing, I do know the trees actually do kind of have like have an equivalent of sex. Yeah, but gender is but a social really, construct. <laughs> I I feel like that we we might have to have to put gender just because there are trees. I think we might have to switch gender maybe more towards like. The species, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you've got you've got your uh, your coniferous, your deciduous, yeah. but even within that, like you've got like drooping branches, spreading branches, like I, I mean, I I, I just think that if you're going to create some sort of fantasy world with it where you divided uh, a a species of forest based on <laughs> arbit ar- based on arbitrary means, then the most arbitrary mean would be. It's like, ah, oh, the Redwoods are in charge. Yeah. Mm. All right. The Redwoods are in charge because they are the reddest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> followed right. by Red Oak. Um, okay. Their culture is inspired by skaters. Oh, that's goddamn amazing. <laughs> yeah. They got to grind on those geodes, Kevin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they got to do oh, some sick kickflips. Dude, that that was that was a gnarly mute grab. <laughs> There's all these trees. <laughs> okay, their lifestyle is like that of the farmer. Okay, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty great. Um, they are generally resourceful, fierce, and indifferent towards other races. They are generally very tall. They are trees. <laughs> they are trees. <laughs> They are trees. These ain't, these ain't no bonsai spirits. Nah, <laughs> no, nah, they are. They are generally very tall. Yeah, that's true. There could be some bonsai yeah. spirits. There, there are still small ones. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our Halloween forest town. <laughs> <laughs> Let's figure out what this shit is. I mean, well, I think, I, I think because this is a spirit world and it's based off of forest, the first thing yeah. we have to decide is. Is a single being like multiple trees put together to be a forest or is it just like a tree in a forest? I think – I think – no, not, not again. Um, <laughs> it's based – their appearance is based on a forest. Yeah. I hate this generator <laughs> when it does these things. Remember when we used to just get people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it was just, hey – this is a person. <laughs> this is a, this appearance is based on some dude from Laos. Yeah, but uh, you know, sometimes we'll get things like this person is a skeleton, or and and we'll be like, well, they also have bones made of cotton candy. So the real wizard. Remember when this appearance is based on a wizard? Yeah, that is this nonsense. Um, okay, <laughs> so it's on a forest. I think it is. I think maybe oh, no, they're trees. They're trees. They're they're like I, I mean not trees. They're like dryads almost, where they are. So they live in I trees. Think, well, no, they're they're like they're barky and they have okay. So they leaf structures. I got it. So their hair is like their leaves and their mustache is like pine needles and their their yeah. skin is bark. Yeah, but and I think they, they and, they, have... and they shit cones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the cum pines. <laughs> um, <laughs> the I think the idea is also that they. I mean, when you think of a forest, a forest is a ecosystem with a lot going on in it. Mm-hmm. So I think that is that each individual person and each thing is also very very different. So you could also have a like effectively an ant, like a yeah. Tree. So so we are kind of going Studio Ghibli ish in that we have these giant. Um, like tree like creatures, but there's, you know, other things happening on them and in them. Well, I think it's also, it's worth, uh, it's worth being that if we are doing this, that we got so much, much stuff that, that goes towards, this is spirit, it's ghosts, it's spirit world. It's these things that the one thing that usually ties together whenever you see spirits, whether they're, um, uh, Eastern spirits or Western spirits, whether we're talking about like, uh, like you know, Chinese mysticism, or we're talking about like Welsh folklore, yeah, spirits 
are highly individualized. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, we are talking about the. We, this is this is a world where you will have giant, towering, walking trees, but you'll also have people who are just dryads, tall dryads. But yeah, you also have like they, a crab that's that's a, a scuttles around like a bonsai, like. Yeah, 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 just it's it. Oh, it's it's shell. It's like a hermit crab, but its shell is like a bonsai tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll have another one whose shell is a shrub. No, no, shrubs aren't part of the forest, Kevin. Really? No. Really, we're gonna do this. Yep. We can do, we do this now. <laughs> uh, well, they were they were part of the forest, Kevin, but then a bunch of knights came by and took them all. Oh. Oh, when he goes sit down for a little bit, <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm getting you back for those paranormal jokes at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> those were jokes. That was a well-crafted response. <laughs> um, okay, so so let's put all of this together because we have several yep. pieces that all make sense. Um, oh, very many. But but we don't really have any intersectionality between them. So, uh, Kevin, uh, how does this fit together? Okay. Well, the biggest thing usually about a – well, so we have to clarify. We've been saying spirit world. Does that mean this is literally – are we using that shorthand to be like this is a world full of spirits? Or are we saying that this is a world that sits in – that sits adjacent to a material world? I think it sits adjacent to a material world. Okay. So we're doing we're doing well because usually the idea is that and sort of I guess the problem with doing that is that the spirit world will in many ways reflect <laughs> the other world. So so how do we make this without we we are so, we are somehow working backwards effectively. Yeah, we are lo- we are looking at a at, at it, it's a, easy we can make a spirit world that doesn't necessarily need to reflect the world. That it's like physically mirroring Kevin okay. because we can make the spirit world metaphorical. I will here's a not metaphorical. There's people who live there. Well, I know, but we can make the <laughs> landscaping and stuff metaphorical. Well, here's the idea I have. The very one of the first things we generated the mood mm-hmm. it says jubilant on the surface but uninspired underneath. Mm-hmm. If this if this is going to be a spirit world alongside a material world then what that has to be is the material world is wildly jubilant like it is just parties and events like all the time and then the spirit world is just uninspired like the idea being (laughs) that this spirit world everything is in tones of grays and blues (laughs) it's so cliche (laughs) yeah that it is infuriating. I think almost to the point that there is a species in this world that looks like a plastic spider that drops on a string and goes, ooh. <laughs> well, that, I mean. Except there was a living creature. I mean, we have those hives, Kevin, and, and we didn't say what's in them. We just said that <laughs> well, there are hives. They have small, small pulsating, many-legged creatures. It could be like it's not specific enough to say there's not multiple types of creatures <laughs> so, in there. So just, so just to be clear, their echolocation, what they use to find the way around is ooh, or like boo, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, booga 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 booga. Uh, <laughs> you see, that is the great hive creatures finding their way around. <laughs> a booga 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 booga. A booga booga ah. booga booga. Ah, they must be lost. <laughs> uh, I'm over there, over it. up. Bow. That's a different one. Don't go to any of those ones. Those are the weird scat ones. <laughs> those are the scat monsters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very different from the scat monsters, but I can't tell them apart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Until it's too late. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like what the, this spear world just like like I guess if we have to say something to our audience, picture a spirit world. If I said to you, picture a spirit world, it does really look no, like no, that. No, 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 no. You're doing it wrong, Kevin. People have lo- like yeah. wide varying ideas of spirit world. I'm not going to say that picture a spirit world is the wrong way to approach it. But it's but somehow first, all of those things. First, Kevin. Yeah. First, I want you to imagine the Casper the Ghost movies and the way the ghosts looked in those movies. And then I want you to imagine their spirit world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And also their trees. And also their trees. 
I think the the one thing that separates it from being a spirit, like, like you're like, this is the one thing that you're like, okay, this is kind of outside the spirit world, but it still, I guess, has to be uninspired in some way, uh, is the the skaters. Yeah, <laughs> remember, 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 their culture is in, is they like they have a, they have a skater, uh, like whole thing. Yeah, they have a skater culture, but what what is the skate the skater culture really? Right, the skater culture is all about no limits, really. Well, I well I think I think really when it comes down to the when we think of talking about the skater the, the the culture of a skater, not just a skateboarder mm-hmm. like someone who does skateboarding or any of that. A skater culture is a and is like you're right. It's sort of, sort of about freedom and that, but it's also it's sort of about freedom. It's about you know pushing things, but also a lot of before you have like skate parks, they're just sort of learning tricks on the area that's around them. Yeah, yeah. There's they're, they're, they're almost act- nomadic. It actually it actually features very well with a like there's more like concrete versus like forest, but it actually matches very well if you if you say like a spirit of nature. They're just sort of a spirit of concrete. <laughs> They're spirit of grinding. Spirit of grinds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and they all worship their forefather, Tony of Hawks. Yep. Yeah. The, the, well, he has the Tony Hawk. The, the Tony Hawk. It's the Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony Hawk <laughs> has great, one of my favorite Twitter accounts. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's great. Um, the, the, the great spirit of the air who has done a 900 spin – a, ni- a uh, 980. That would be a, a weird spin. It would be a do. weird spin. You're right. It's, it's 1080, right? Yeah, 1080. It's 900. 1080. <laughs> okay. okay. That's the I next mean, yes, step that, up. I mean, yeah, you're right. That is the next step up. But, I mean, the entire thing about Tony Hawk is that he was the first person to successfully land a 900. Yeah, 1080. <laughs> this, this this Tony Hawk is just better though. Yeah, yeah. This this okay. Tony Hawk, Kevin, has become a spirit and has uh, transcended physical limits. All right, all right. In that case, fuck it. <laughs> then I'm about a two. I'm about a twelve sixty. Nah, shit. That's too far. <laughs> Someone's landed that. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, it was awful. It was like during the big air competition of the X Games. Oh, okay, gotcha. The the one where they just go launching down a pipe. Like, let's see how high we can go, and then you know, <laughs> let's see how close we can get to dying. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and then he did a bunch of spins. Ah, cool, cool. Spin a bunch of times. Cool. Fifteen hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's a Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, sorry. It's the Tony Hawk. It's the Tony and, and- Hawk. It's a Tony Hawk, and he, it is a bird that just like flies over. Well, it's a this it's a bird, world. but it's made out of like willow branches and stuff. Yep, yeah, and just like and like it's it's so so big that its wingspan is like kilometers, and just slowly flies around the world. Yeah. two and a half times, yeah. <laughs> and then turns around <laughs> and goes back. <laughs> uh, great, I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yep. yep. Okay. Absolutely. Let's, let's talk about these hives and these geodes, Kevin, because clearly they're yeah. the only source of light in this spirit realm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think in the real world, these the geodes are kind of are just like you know these close up things. Yeah. Uh, and then I think part of what the spirits kind of want to do is they want to crack the geodes open so that their world has more light, effectively. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think yeah. I think also we can do. Like the thing about a geode is that it's kind of like an egg. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I think we can do some things where like, you know, uh, when a spirit goes to rest, it tries it tries to find a geode or, you know, when something dies on the other world, it like emerges from the geode. <laughs> uh, you you went in a different direction than I did. I was thinking that these that essentially these spirits are born in clutches. Oh, you and were a, thinking the and, hives. And a geo well, I was thinking the geode cracks open and a bunch of spirits come pouring out. Sure. We could do that. Yeah. Just doing sweet tricks off of the geode. <laughs> They're grinding off of each other's boards, doing high yeah. fives. High fives and heel flips. Yeah. Yeah. It looks it looks jubilant because they've just come from a party world. And yeah, they're not used sweet. they're not used to the uninspiring nature of the afterlife. <laughs> okay. So hang on. I have an idea for our material plane. Okay. 
<laughs> and the reason why all these spirits are skaters. The material plane is kind of a concrete jungle. Like, it's naturally occurring, so it's not like, oh, there's no nature left at all. But it, but it's just, it is a place that works so well for skaters. Which means the material plane is wildly full of skaters. Yeah. The Tony Hawk is obviously in the spirit world. Mm-hmm. And so the when, and their things, when they die, they'll be birthed from these geodes, which they do sweet tricks off of. Yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> I do not believe geos are conducive to sweet tricks. Well, you don't. But you hey, don't know about these spirit geodes. But hey, if a scythe can be a weapon, you can do a <laughs> kickflip off of a geode. You can. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll come to the spirit world. I feel like that's a good like turn of phrase to describe like <laughs> something that is difficult but not impossible. Hey. If a scythe can be a weapon, you too can stop forest fires. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm down for that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I do like the idea is that these these people might be very disappointed coming into the other world, or maybe they'll be like, "Yeah, cool." <laughs> now everything is something I understand. No, they'll be like, "Yeah, cool," and then they'll look around and be like, "This is it. <laughs> this, this is what this is what we're doing. This is literally what everyone said it would be." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Everybody was right. Everybody was right. <laughs> so, somehow. Everybody, despite their differing opinions, <laughs> were right. We're right. Huh. <laughs> how? how? <laughs> I'm not saying that like, like everyone, someone nailed it perfectly, but like everyone was right. Everyone got a piece of it. <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess everyone got a chunk. Okay. Cool. Ooh. <laughs> hey, it's a plastic spider. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever stop you, doing that? You, no. You, you bump into a plastic witch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that naturally occurring? Yeah, it's a witch plant. Yeah, it's a witch, witch plant. <laughs> Wait, which, which plant? Is the witch plant? No, no, I'm not uh, getting into this again. <laughs> Every time someone comes to this spirit world, I get into a whole witch plant is a witch plant thing. It's so uninspired. Uh, so, so uninspired, which is why we do it yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the most terrible <laughs> welcome to the most bland afterlife. <laughs> the one not you great. always kind of expected. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. It's not heaven. It's not hell. Not even really purgatory. No, it's, it's just sort it's of like kind of there. <laughs> It is it is it is somehow the other option. <laughs> At any time it is the other option. Yeah. There is that sweet bird though. There is that sweet bird. The sweet sweet Urgh. spirit bird. <laughs> That's the sound that Tony Hawk makes. Urgh. Okay. I don't know. I felt like it had to be a per it couldn't be a bird sound, it had to be a person. <laughs> I guess it's a a person making a bird sound. Yeah. Urgh. <laughs> I feel like people could good. do better than that, but okay, that's what that's what we've decided. <laughs> that's not a great sound. It's not that bird. It's not. Thinking. In fact, I'm going to get away from it by saying, Kevin, is there anything else we need to talk about this world before we start thinking about the title? Um. Uh, so we have a we have a material plane that's mostly a skater's haven. Mm-hmm. We didn't get too deep deep into it because it's not about it. No. Um. But you they but they people come here and they sort of become very wood like. They're it's the, the the we sort of got not not really hamstring but like maybe even just saved by the fact that the mood being uninspired means that this the entire purpose of the spirit world is to be the most cliched spirit yeah, we, world. Yeah, we don't have to be creative here. <laughs> <laughs> which which might feel like a cop out, but we did some really good Tony Hawk jokes in there, <laughs> so I think that kind of kind of We talked it about up. trees and wood before. You talk about trees, you got to think of all those. Like, here, here's what this world looks like. You know those Halloween stores that pop up yeah. Uh, around? Yeah, Spirit of Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not a pop- sponsor. No. Uh, but everyone has them. They're all over the place. They pop up in October, sometimes late September if they really want to get off on that. They hang around until Halloween, and then they disappear again. They appear in old car dealerships, mm-hmm. or they appear... In like warehouse type buildings, or they just sort of like slot themselves into corner uh, corner lots that no one wants. Yeah, and they will stay there. And you enter there, and you see everything in that Halloween store. It's all that, but a forest. Yeah, it's all that, but a forest. 
think of Casper the Ghost, put Casper the Ghost in Halloween Town from Nightmare Before Christmas, and then make everything trees. <laughs> It's it's all it's all that but a forest, including the skaters who hang in the parking lot outside. Yep, yep. This is all just a metaphor <laughs> for for the skaters who hang in the parking lot outside of those stores. Yeah, and also and there's go- some sick glowing geodes and bugs. Yeah. Ooh. A booga booga right, booga, booga booga. <laughs> How do they have different echolocation? How can they all find their way despite different echolocation? Once for going left and once for going right. Ah, cool. Uh. Um, <laughs> let's let's hit ourselves up with a word. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, th- I think it's got to be a noun, right? A noun? Yeah, it's good as a noun. <laughs> Jeremy. What? Tell me how many nouns I generate. <laughs> This is the theme of the episode. Uh, I, a number of nouns to generate. Well, I mean, well, then we pick one. I think, we pick that one. I think nine nouns. Fuck. All right. <clears throat> Wait, I can just change this to say generate nine nouns. No, that doesn't seem fair. I'll click the button nine times. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. God, no, it's cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Can can you go back? (laughs) All right. Well, I guess. I guess. uh, (laughs) I guess everyone has cancer. That's how how everybody dies uh, to come to the spirit world. What if the spirit world just gives them cancer? Like, not not the people in the spirit world, the people in the other world. Yeah, yeah. that's the paranormal thing, is they, they try to figure out what's in the spirit world so they can be accurate as to oh, what's God, there, and they get it's, cancer. It's one, of the, it's one of those things where it's like, the cancer is actually a metaphor for a disease. I mean... You're like, yeah, yeah I get it. Get it. Ooh. Ooh. So I guess the, the, na- the name of this world is cancer, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, and I hate it because there are so many words involving like, like kickflip and gnarly ghosts is fun because it was one has a G but isn't pronounced G. Like there are so many cool names, and then we rolled fucking cancer, and then cancer, the thing that ruins everything, came in, yeah, came in again, and now the name of our world is cancer. I guess. <laughs> and that's such an uninspired name and it's perfect. <laughs> but every every time you die and you come rolling out that geode is now a spirit of the forest. Yeah. This this like giant tree with a big long like mossy beard and all that could leans down. Yeah, tree goes, beard. Tree beard leans down and he's like, "How'd you die?" I could, it's not it's not tree beard because we because that is definitely a character that we cannot use. But it is, however, tree mustache, <laughs> tree Fu Manchu, tree Fu Manchu. Uh, <laughs> just leans down and goes, "It's all a metaphor." For cancer, <laughs> and you're like, what? What? How? Well, yeah, well, I'll be damned. Dan got it right. Um, <laughs> if you if you don't get it, then I guess you're the dumb one. <laughs> I I get it. No, I totally yeah, get I, it. I got it. Yeah, yeah no, I saw it, it coming twenty minutes no, ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's I, I, you know you can see the pieces of it. You can see the. There's a lot of uh, moments that you're like, yeah, no, I I get that this is a metaphor because you know there's something. Inside them, the only thing that's ever inside anyone is cancer. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Babies don't come from there. Yeah, you, you did. You did a good metaphor, dude. Um, if you somehow saw this coming, uh, <laughs> please let us know in a rating or review wherever you're listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, and if you if you want to, uh, I guess uh, debate our what metaphor we got out of this world we just made. Uh, you can, I guess, you do it where everyone does it on Twitter. <laughs> you get me. I'm at Shawman K Weir, uh, and I'm at Mighty Fuse, and you can hit us up together at Third Space Cast. Yeah, or you send us as an email about how we 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 really slid by on this one with that whole uninspired <laughs> <laughs> thing. 
Yeah, write us your essay about how we should put more work into our podcast at thirdspacecast at gmail.com or check out our website at thirdspacepodcast.com. And our theme song is Barack Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. And join us next week on The Third Space where Kevin and I journey forward into the past. Into the land of the lost. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. Right.